Eagle Brand Cigarettes, the mildest, smoothest brand of smoking tobacco in the land, brings you Hidden Harbor Mysteries. Mistress Penumbra and her new criminal underworld are already under siege with the first victories to our heroes, led by the mysterious Femme Phantom. Penumbra's all-girl army has been subdued, the deadly Talon killed, and the Red Wolf out of play. But danger lurks behind every shadowy corner, and a final battle between good and evil is inevitable. Who will prevail? We'll find out in a moment. But first... Friends, now you can help the Femme Phantom fight crime with every pack of Eagle Brand cigarettes. That's right, in every pack sold in Manhattan between now and Christmas, you'll find a special puzzle book filled with cryptic messages, challenging puzzle games, and even a cheeky picture or two of our heroine, the Femme Phantom. This collectible pack will also come with a decoder key so that you can receive and decode a personal message from one of our heroes every night in October up to Halloween. And a special contest we'll tell you about next week. It's a secret club for grown-ups who know where to get the very best tobacco in the land. Eagle Brand is proud to bring you tonight's chapter of Hidden Harbor Mysteries entitled Toccata and Fugue. After crashing the secret hideout of Hidden Harbor's new criminal consortium, Detective Frank Horn and Colonel Caspar Dixon used an ingenious device created by the late Dr. Krieg to stun most of the members of Mistress Penumbra's all-girl security force. The two men race to secure the unconscious combatants so they can move on to help their partners already searching the building for Mistress Penumbra. Get me out of here, Frank. Help me up. I can't move. I'm choking, Frank. Sure, kid. Sure. Don't move her, Frank. What do you mean? She's choking. I can't just leave her here. She's... Betrayer. What? Sorry. Gas gun. I get it. <sighs> Thanks. Lucky this version is small or you'd be napping alongside her. You okay, Frankie? <laughs> Shut up and hand me a pair of those cuffs, huh? This is the most beautiful spot in Hidden Harbor, I think. They call it the Sunrise Ballroom, open to the sea and the dawn. But I love how the night bleeds from the horizon into the day, like creeping death across the sky. Isn't that romantic? <laughs> I'm sorry. That was rhetorical, Cat. What a beauty. Like, like a common neighborhood mutt. So loyal, yet so undisciplined. Your mistress spent so much time learning how to hide and leap about, she never thought about you before sending you to find me. Now, how silly was that? It was so hard to find me that you almost fell into my arms. With your short haircut and masculine dress, 
You think a strong arm and a hot temper makes you equal to a man. Let me whisper a secret into your ear, my darling. It just brings you down to their level. <laughs> I tied you securely to this post, dear child. You saw how little time it took. I'm very good with ropes. I was done before you even realized you were trapped. Now, let's wait for your partner in crime to arrive. Together. Perhaps we can get to know one another. Form our own special bond, perhaps. And here she is! The Femme Phantom, ghost of Hidden Harbor, champion of the oppressed, and whatever other fantasy the worms of the city tack to your reputation. <laughs> Jess? No. It inspires me to think how superstitious and simple-minded the people of this city must be. You and I both know who the real animals are. All they think about is money and violence and lust, conquests they can feel. They are the darkness that terrifies this city, and you chose them because they're simple brutes, easy to manipulate. Cowards never prosper, my dear. Unless, of course, they are born into the wealth they flaunt. This is my city. And if they won't stand to protect themselves, I'll still be their champion. You are an exquisite fighter. Still rough, though. My girls, Talon and the Red Wolf. Your whole army is under wraps in the lobby. Talon is dead. Your Red Wolf took a bad tumble down the stairs. She's sleeping it off. You knew they wouldn't beat me. <laughs> I didn't want them to beat you. I wanted them to wear you down. <coughs> The prize tonight is Miss Sparrow. You made her your thrall, but if I beat you, she becomes mine. Sadly for you, she has free will. Do you think any of the women I own had free will? They were easily taken and shaped into my minions. When you're bound by heavy chains, a simple leash can feel like freedom. Do that for some of these women and they would die just to thank you for dominating them. I don't think you'll find cats so easy to dominate. <laughs> well, then I can just kill her. Cat Sparrow is your little toy, just as you were the toy of Fansun. You don't see it? He's using you to forward a thousand-year grudge against my master. Malzut! Is this where you ask me to join you and share the spoils of Hidden Harbor? Of course not. I could never share anything with you. You've had it all for too long and would not appreciate it. Besides, you're not my type. I like my partners to have a little more darkness in them. Stop trying to learn my song, little one. You'll never again make me see you as anything but little Barbara Wilson. <clears throat> oh, but I can read you, Agnes Alvernay. Black rubber doesn't breathe well. 
and a woman your age needs to breathe. An expensive and rare blade is only useful if you can keep your hand on it. Shut up and bleed. You were saying, Mistress Butterfingers. Always play with what's in reach. Had enough? I can break things over your head all night. But I have more intimate forms of torture if you wish to continue. Let's ask Kat, shall we? Barbara! Barbara, are you alright? She is most assuredly not alright. She can barely stand, my love. What say you? Should she fight on and die horribly? Or just give up so I can end her misery in a single thrust of my katana. Barbara! Barbara, get out of here! Just forget me! Go! No, she's not bent to your will at all. She knows that if you run, I'll cut her open right here. But she doesn't care. So, you studied the tactics of Sehung. You have an eye for technique? Yes. The right arm of Malzut. I also served with the Black Guard of the Eastern Temple for five years. I'm playing with you, girl. So far it pleases me to do so. Hiding from me will not help you, my dear. When your will is broken, your illusions will fade. The only shame left for you is the coward's end. The end taken by your master, Fan Sun. Nazut never beat my master, Fansun. Of course he did, just in a different way. Instead of facing him in battle, he sent his best man to cut away his will. Slit the necks of his wife and son, as they lay in bed beside him and struck in the village each night. Every night, another close associate, until Fansun put Malzut's sword through his own heart to end the suffering. What are you talking about? History, my love. Ancient history. See me now, Barbara. I turn my blade to the slender neck of your assistant. Will you accept her blood on your hands as well? Surrender to me, on your knees. Take my hand and I promise to never send my assassins after them. Casper, Detective Horn, Cat, so many children in your outreach programs. Locks and glass are simple obstacles to my girls. And hard-working parents sleep heavy through the night. I can see why your clients swear by you. Your arrogance claws while your condescension feels like a soft caress. Still, one good eye, one good arm. If our boys at war can take it, I sure can. What was the point in that, hmm? You've failed to stop my takeover of Hidden Harbor, and I've silenced at least two of your associates. Eventually, all your secrets will be mine, and you and your wealth will fuel my empire. That's not going to happen. 
Your empire is going to fuel my schools, my city centers, and put meals on the table of every decent family in Hidden Harbor. Thanks for sweeping out the scum for me. Now, you can put your cat or nine tails away and retire. Why on earth would I do that, dear? Your song. I hear it. That puts you in a very bad place. You're delirious, child. Let's end this. Blast you and your cheap tricks, woman. I tire of this. Come now, or I kill the girl. Ah, there you are, by the door. You were going to run, weren't you? Look at you. You're beaten, useless to anyone. I've killed those close to you. Look at you now. Look at her cat. You die for that? For Barbara Wilson? Oh, yes. No more games. Come to me and kneel! <laughs> figure, more of a blur than a human shape, races across the room in a final desperate attack. With little effort, Mistress Penumbra strikes a blow that brings Barbara Wilson to the floor one final time. Oh, you are so pretty. Like your mother. Strong and stubborn. Like your father. And now... <laughs> dead. Like both. Barbara! No! no! I have fulfilled the will of my masters. She is dead? The Red Wolf. Your timing is impeccable. Now that the work is done, you're here to clean up the mess. Throw her over the railing and into the sea. Shut the little brat up, too. Close her neck if you have to. I want the city to find her body washed up on the rocks. I want them to know she's gone on second thought. Perhaps we should carry her downtown and crucify her on the lamppost outside St. Barton's Cathedral. Cat Sparrow, you seem to be out of a job. Would you like to set up an interview? It appears I will have positions available very soon. I'm going to kill you. Both of you! Oh, for goodness sake. Guns are so crude and loud. No one worries about a simple blade anymore. Well, maybe Cat's a little worried at the moment. That was a choke, Wolf. You Russians have no sense of humor. Since you're so focused on the job, where are the other two? The idiot men she hangs around with. I... I don't... Then go look, you fool! Bring me skulls! And get those fools out of the panic room before they suffocate. Or eat one another. Cat Sparrow. A six-inch blade protruding from her stomach 
watches helplessly as the black shroud of death, Mistress Penumbra, drags the body of Barbara Wilson to the edge of the sunrise ballroom and folds her over the railing. The deck reaches out into the harbor to a point deep enough to envelop Barbara's body in total darkness. <sighs> Gloating, Penumbra leans the body closer and closer to the tipping point until its own weight carries it to the sea. I must be exhausted. Or you're heavier than I anticipated. Your armor should weigh you down long enough to carry you to the South Docks. I'm sure you'll end up on some fisherman's line or roll up on shore like garbage from Philadelphia. And then you'll be in all the papers one last time, my dear. Cat Sparrow prays for air enough to scream, but watches helpless as her friend and mentor slips over the railing and out of sight. Then she waits for death to come, either from the blade in her gut or from the black cowled figure now turning and stepping slowly toward her. Her final thoughts turn to her friend. Still fighting, are you? Struggling as the blood pools beneath you. Your heart is too pure to swear an oath to me. But perhaps, if I save you, maybe I could darken your heart with a bit of my blood. I can save you, dear. All you need to do is beg. You've got to be joking. Stand away from her, witch. Cat Sparrow is under my protection. Could it be? Could Barbara Wilson have survived? If so, how? Tune in again Friday for the next thrilling episode of Hidden Harbor Mysteries. Hidden Harbor Mysteries Chapter 14, Tokata and Fugue, was written by Jay Smith 
and produced by Brian Lincoln, with Dave Robison as the narrator, Veronica Jaguer as Barbara Wilson, Catherine Pride as Mistress Penumbra, Laura Nicole as Cat Sparrow, James Baxter Patton as Casper Dixon, Lauren Harris as Mishka Roshenko, Renee Chambliss as Gretchen, and Norm Sherman as Detective Horn. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons Attribution No Derivatives 4.0 license. Closing music is Here We Go Again for the First Time by Juicy Melon Jim. This has been a Brian Lincoln production.